0: Peace and freedom. So, I decided to create a private podcast for coaches. Maybe you just want to develop better communication skills that boosts engagement, leads to better results, and makes you feel like you're actually making a difference in the lives of the people you serve. Then you're invited to. We talk about this and more in the UBU Private Podcast for Coaches. Whether you're a mentor, a parent, or run a client-focused business, coaching skills benefit everyone and anyone who wants to communicate in a way that builds relationships. Fall in love with your life and business again. Click the link in the show notes for your invitation to join us right now. Then come back and enjoy this episode. And that's where people get burned out, because that takes a lot of effort. It does. It takes a lot of effort to talk to all the voices in your head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's time to stop comparing yourself to others and plug into what is uniquely you. Welcome to Unbox Your Personality, the podcast for coaches, creatives, and educators like you who understand that your happiness makes you more effective at what you do bringing out the best in others i'm jim p higgins personality strategist and enneagram fluff remover get laser focused on who you are and who you aren't so you're free to make the impact you were born to make and have fun doing it your personality is your business so let's get down to business i like that this is a different take like the maxwell disc is different than the when i was doing disc before the enneagram and the reason why i love the enneagram is because of this concept here that there's different perceptions of our personality and i call it in my book i call it the experience gap and i actually describe it as the average behaviors are who you are when you're not thinking about yourself when you're not thinking about your personality These are just like your natural strengths, and they're very neutral. When we start thinking about them, is when we get to choose to have a healthy response or an unhealthy response. And I love this. It's not like one to one correlated, it's a different set of vocabulary that I actually feel like it looks at your personality at a different angle, but the same things. Because in the Enneagram, there is a stress number. Like for me, my stress number is one which is more of the decisive, more of the take charge, action oriented persona. But I am truly more of a type I, which is the seven. But because I'm a social seven, I tend to suppress it a little bit. So that's interesting to see what my private self is. I would be curious to see what my graphs look like, because I know that I'm an I. I know that D is my second one. I'm not sure about the S and C. I think that's where it's going to come out. Like, what is my mask and what is the perceived? I, I bet it would be really close between the S and the C.
1: Yeah. I mean, as an entrepreneur, it's your environment, right? Like, you need to have both of those in order mm-hmm. to be successful. So I wouldn't be I can surprised. tell you which
0: one I like more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like the S part more, but I can't necessarily say that that would be truly me. Like my Private self or my core muscles, I think it was something that I developed once I became a mother and had a family and had a tribe to take care of and to be like a matriarch steadfastness, giving my kids a sense of security and that kind of thing. So I think it's probably been more developed. But as far as core muscle goes, I bet you see is higher than this.
1: Yeah, that would be interesting to to check it out and see what it would be like.
0: Yeah. Something I wanted to touch on, you were talking about like the different kinds of project management. I'm not sure what my question is. Like, I know that I use the DISC for hiring, and that was because it was provided through the agency that I went through. But I was really trying to translate it into the Enneagram because I know what's compatible with me according to the Enneagram. Like for example, I'm a type seven. I wouldn't want to hire a type seven because a type seven is going to have the exact same blind spots that I have, and the pieces that I struggle with. But when I was looking for a social media manager, I was looking for an I personality. I was looking for an S personality that would have a little bit more of the emotions that sometimes I'm blind to. So I hired two people. One I was looking for more the I and the S, the the people side of things, and the other. I think is a D C and definitely a C, but very grounding to me. She's very grounding to me. And she loves the details and she's great at when I pitch an idea to her and she says, so when are you wanting to do this? I'm like, how's January? Is that doable? And she'll go, it's a lot <laughs> because I think like, you probably get this. I think she can see all the details that go into like scheduling and And all that kind of stuff. And even though I feel like I can do that, my head is still up in the clouds a little bit. I'm not quite grounded yet to see all of the details, just some of the details. Enough to say, we can't do it by next week. Let's try next month. And she's let's try next quarter.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely that. And because they are both task-oriented styles, like the D and the C are both task-oriented, so your communication styles are they're complementary and they both understand the task and the process behind it. One thing I signed with me being a C and the person I'm working with right now, she's a D and so I might give her that oh we, you know it might take a little bit longer cuz I see all the details, but me as a C I might have way too many Like they call it in project management, they call it scope, right? Like there might be too much in there. I could probably drop some of that stuff. And so I call her the project sponsors because she's the leader of the project. She's like, yeah, but we don't have to do this or that. And we have to actually get this done. Like this is the highest priority. So she'll prioritize things. Whereas the C will look at everything that has to be done or could be done Mm. within that, right? So it's that back and you have to have that back and forth conversation to know and also the c they want to have excellence and perfection and they can get buried in that being perfectionist so they need somebody who who says to them it's okay if it's not completely perfect so that between the two the d and the c that's an important part of managing the scope and making deadlines If that's Mm -hmm. an important piece for you, because I can tell you that a C, if your project keeps getting delayed and delayed and delayed, it could be because your C doesn't think that what's been created is perfect enough or high enough quality. Especially when it comes to building software, we hear that a lot from people like Stu McLaren. And it's like, put the first version out, the minimal viable product, right? The people who are Cs are having a hard time. With that, because they want it to be perfect when it goes out to the world. Hmm. So that that's could be like that's a note. bit of a blind spot as well, right?
0: Yeah. Because me being the eye, I'm just like, oh, let oh, just test it. It doesn't have to be perfect. Like, <laughs> like, we can always change it. We can always add it or, you know, those kinds of things. And so that's, so that's a good thing, right? So that mm-hmm. would be a good thing for me to, to remind. Yes.
1: Yeah. And then when you're the only person, on the project when you're doing everything on your own you're a solopreneur that's when it gets difficult because you're constantly fighting the different pieces of your personality throughout the project
0: and that's where people get burned out because that takes a lot of effort it does takes a lot of effort to talk to all the voices in your head <laughs> <laughs> yeah and to also remember okay which one is core to me because the way I teach I think I taught it whenever I was doing DISC as well. But the more we're not rooted in our core, the more that we behave like the other parts of our personality, the quicker it is just to become stressed and the quicker it is to become burned out because it takes more effort. It takes more mental, emotional, and sometimes physical energy to perform those. Like, you know, if you have a more withdrawn type who now has to lead or to make a presentation or to, you know, teach a class or or something like that, that that's physical effort. But then there's also like for me, if I have to think about negative things, if I'm grieving or, you know, if you grieve that whole grief cycle, if you don't go through the whole cycle, it'll just come back and haunt you. And so that's a negative thing. I have to remember to sit and grieve. And oh my gosh, that's emotionally draining. That's mentally draining. Or even for a D who has to slow down to think about the details because of being a solopreneur. So draining. That is, okay, that is evidence of delegate, delegate, delegate. (laughs) That's what I'm always telling my clients. It's like, you can delegate (laughs) that. You should be delegating that.
1: Yeah, for sure. And when you know the different roles that you need in your project, because every project's different, depending on what your project is, like implementing a piece of software is a completely different product or like project than creating a new service, for example. So part of your planning is you need to know all the different roles that you need within your project and who's going to play them. And if you're going to play them all, great. But you might need to develop some skills in order to play that role. So a lot of mm-hmm. the entrepreneurs out there in the online world, they need to learn marketing, right? That's what a lot of people are learning, digital marketing, because they don't want to hire somebody to do it. So they're learning it for themselves. So that's another piece of um where the disc comes in is it helps you see where you can improve, especially the Maxwell disc, because John Maxwell has written over 80 books and Mm -hmm. a lot of them are on leadership and personal development, personal growth. So in the report, they actually give you examples of actions that you can take to strengthen the side of your personality that maybe isn't as strong. And if you need that for what you're doing Mm -hmm. in your job or your project or whatever. So like A good example for me was, I think I always had the I in my personality from younger, but I was super shy growing up. I was like a C and an S in the beginning. But as I've grown as a project manager, I realized I needed to be more of an I. I had to present. I had to communicate better. And so I had to learn and put myself out there with speaking in public. And so I did intentional actions in order to improve that ability and now it's much easier for me and even you know being on this podcast and being on the the live stream those were big things that i needed to do in order to move forward and grow
0: i love that <laughs> and then the more that we become balanced like that and are able to balance the more opportunities that we have, mm-hmm. the more reach that we have, the more influence of so like bringing in that eye gives you more influence, right? Yeah. I really and then, love that.
1: And one other thing, so this has a number of different aspects to it, but communication is a big one. How do you actually communicate with the different styles? And this is important even from, you know, when you're speaking to your customers, what understanding what your customer's style is, is really important because you might be speaking to someone who's an S who's very stable, but you might be speaking to them to them as though they're a C, very process-oriented. And then you can turn them off, right? But projects, 90% of a project's success is communication. Mm-hmm. Communication within your team, communication to your stakeholders. I mean, if you don't have good communication and you don't connect with people properly, then you're gonna have problems with your projects and so the disc will cover how you communicate with others you're an i right Mm -hmm. so let's talk about communications so as an i here's how to connect with a d so if you're talking to a d you have to be direct get to the point quickly deal with issues in a straightforward way negotiate commitments and goals and deliver as promised so the Ds, typically when they're reading an email communication from you, they scan the top, they don't look at all the middle stuff, and then they look at the bottom. So that's what it, like: gets to the point quickly. When you're communicating with another I, be your friendly self and acknowledge each other's accomplishments. Be sure to listen and follow up on the details. And as an I, to connect with an S, slow your pace. Be easygoing, congenial, and show appreciation for them as a person. Respect their strengths of organization and systems and allow them time to plan. So that's connecting with an S. And connecting with a C, do not be overly chatty. Uh, Prepare facts in advance and be sure they are accurate. Expect questions and get back to them with answers when necessary. Give them time to make a decision. That's a big one (laughs) for me. And in a conversation, stay on topic and pause to give them time to provide a reflective answer. So if you think about the marketing people who are very technical focused or the tech people, when you're talking to
0: them, that's what they're like. Like They don't like when you talk a lot. It's almost like it becomes chatter, almost like it's too many details. And tell me if this is true for a C, that if there's too many details, it will be hard. This is a lot of influx of information and trying to sort it out or trying to prioritize. Is that a type C? Well, type Cs are very detailed. So they do like
1: data and they will number crunch. But for me, when I'm, I can take in the information, I'm a fast typer. So I will type almost word for word as we're talking, like I'll transcribe it as we're talking. Then I'll go back and I have to reflect and I have to pull out the the data and I have to take time to analyze it and that's where the decision like taking time to make a decision comes in because they have to look at all the information at least that's for myself
0: gotcha like I need all the ingredients before I can bake this cake
1: Mm -hmm. yeah but sometimes that can trip you up right because if you don't have all the ingredients especially if you're doing a project like a startup project you're just starting a business or you're starting a new Course or something you don't know all the details, so you have to, you have to be able to kind of go with the flow. So that can be a little bit challenging for a C sometimes.
0: Yeah, this is really good. I'm I'm gonna have to break out this conversation more often with my private clients because even though I'm an Enneagram ninja, we talk about all sorts of personality things. This is really interesting. I love it. It's given me a lot to to think about um, because with my follow-up podcasts, I've had to sit back and reflect. So this is more of my C coming out and then really going, oh, now I get it. Now I understand the different perspectives of of understanding even my type 7 is with the Enneagram.
1: So one of the key pieces in the Maxwell DISC report that it offers when you do your own report is it talks about your motivation, like how each of the different styles are motivated. So if you are a D, and so you're dominant, you are motivated by challenge and control. And when you're stalled to jumpstart your activity, engage in a competition. So that's a a couple of key points about the D. For the eyes who are outgoing and people focused, they are motivated by recognition, popularity, and approval. And if you are stalled, consider moving an item forward by breaking it down into smaller steps and engage with people after each step to present some of the information. And that will help energize you to take the next step. And so for our S people out there who are more reserved and people focused, you are motivated by security and feeling appreciated. And when you are stalled, consider um, having a mentor review what you have completed and provide you with the appreciation and assurance you need to continue. And don't put off showing them the whole project. Share it in small sections so you receive multiple assurances while methodically moving through your action item without pressure to complete it in one sitting. And for the C folks out there, um, you're more reserved and task-focused. You're motivated by excellence and value. So if you find yourself stalled, seek the advice of a D and a C wired mentor who can help you find a balance between that perfection and execution and you strive for progress and perfection. And so those are just a couple of small pieces about the motivation part, but I have put together a, a free training for your listeners. It's to help them discover their motivation. So if they go to www.discoveryourmotivation.ca they will get to a page where they would sign up and they will get access instantly to the video training. It talks a little bit also about their strengths and, you know, just what DISC is all about, but it goes into a, some more details on their motivation.
0: That's really exciting. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate you having me on the podcast. It's great to be on. Yes, this has been a great conversation. I think we could nerd out on it a while <laughs> there's so many different pieces and you have shown me even a new side of the disc from what I used to do and I'm really excited to, to really dig deeper into that especially this motivation stuff because I really feel like that's really key to understanding our personality and really unleashing how we leverage that to unleash our power. Thank you for listening, subscribing, and subscribing and reviewing the Unbox Your Personality podcast. To learn more about yourself, go to powercoachgen.com. Find out how you are different so you can make your difference.